Mini Comics episode 160, a milestone episode, and to celebrate, <laughs> to celebrate, we are live and in person. I love when we do it like this. What did I do with my drink? I'm trying to. T- oh, here we go. Here we go. It's always in our plastic cups. Yes, every time. Welcome everyone. It's been quite a while. I went on vacation. Brooks traveled to his roots of Jacksonville, Florida. Thus, we have two or three weeks to catch up on. Also, I had that second river trip. Because oh, your first one was so great, you wanted to go again. I had to do it again. This one was better? It was different. Um, I kept saying that the two groups could not have been more different. One group was like, like, save the world advocate type, recycle everything, save the bees, right? Mm-hmm. And the others were New Yorkers. So it was very, very different. And in fact, we couldn't even go tubing because it had rained so much. And it was too choppy, so it was a rafting trip. And whereas the tubing trip um, was three miles and five and a half hours, this one was thirteen miles and less than three. Hey, so there you go. So I, I'm just—that's not an assessment of which I like better. I'm just saying they were different as all. But on the rafting, you had to work more. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. All right. So there you go. Okay, then I survived. All right. So uh, to kick it right off, apparently FX's Why the Last Man adaptation is going to simply be called Why. And this falls, from what I read, falls in line with FX's shows recently being just one word TV shows. What else is there? Fargo? Fargo. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so it's going to be called Why, apparently. Ampersand will be in it as a CGI monkey. And uh, they are filming scouting locations in Brooklyn, New York, as confirmed by a Twitter user that I follow who received the letter that they wanted to use the exterior of his building uh, at night. So if you're in Brooklyn, September 5th, you may see why FX is why being filmed. But I mean, I want to know like where Brooklyn is really big. It's huge. So, I, but where? I could tell you this Twitter user, and you could uh, tweet him and ask him. Get my stock on. I have another, a few other questions here. First of all, why just why? And that that, that sounds like an esoteric question, but I mean like why? Why ask why? Anyway, and then also Marcel from Friends was not available. <laughs> Maybe well, still alive. So, the shortening the title was done to add an air of mystery and keep the recent trend of one to two word television series titles, including FX's own Legion, Atlanta, and Snowfall. We tend to see one or two word titles. Why seems like a provocative shape. We could do a lot with it graphically. It's a little mysterious. Except that you and I read the whole series and know what's going to happen. We know what it's about. Okay. So, anyway. It's a Y chromosome, people. <laughs> it's not that mysterious. You kind of like a spoiler with that stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's possible there's some nerd listening to this has not read one of the greatest comic stories of all time in my opinion this is true IMO I agree okay Uh, Marvel's Daredevil season 3 confirmed for 2018 release one this is exciting two I still have yet to finish Luke Cage season 2 Iron Fist season 2 is about to come out and for the last time I read Punisher was supposed to be set for 2018 as well they're really I feel like they're cramming these in there before Disney launches their own streaming thing I'm nervous about this I really am and you keep hearing things like you know, what's going to be on the Disney service versus this one. And uh, I don't want to buy that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to buy it. I don't. So the beauty of these things when they first started coming out was there was a a season, maybe like six or seven months, another one. Yeah. Six or seven months. Right. Another one. And now it's just like, bang, bang, bang. I can't get caught up because there's too many television shows. That's what I'm saying. And you know what else? Uh, You are not able to download these on Netflix and watch them on a plane. Really? None of them. Mm Mm-mm. Huh. I tried. So I know that other crap that I didn't want to watch as much. That's ridiculous. I wonder why they... I wonder why. I don't know. I, I just... That's all. I, I wonder why. The, 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 that's the theme of this show is why. <laughs> it's provocative. It's got a funny shape. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. 
<laughs> so James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 script may have been scrapped. There's also, since, since this story came out, a lot of backlash from Dave Bautista, oh. a signed thing from all the cast wanting to work with him. There were some reports that maybe he'd be signed on as like a producer or something. Now it sounds like they won't. I signed the change.org thing. Uh, so here's, here's, here's an, also another piece of follow-up. So when we first started talking about this, I didn't know much about the story. And I had noted that this is, this is uh, that, that they had jumped the shark. The, yeah, they have fired him f- too quickly. And did they not have an HR department that looked into this in the past? Blah, blah, blah. I've come to learn that was either Bleeding Cool or Comic Book Resources, when he was initially hired for the first one, reported about all this. So it's already been out there before of these tweets. So apparently when he was hired in the past, Comic Book Resources or somebody was like, hey, you know, he's it's crazy Disney's hiring this guy and he's made jokes like this in the past, but, you know, we love his stuff, so cool, blah, blah, blah. It's been out there already. So why did you fire this guy? <laughs> if, you, if you already knew and everyone loves working with him, um, so it's just a sucky situation so all around. I, I just and and I I know what you're saying. Where people have come out and, and been like, it happened so long ago. It was stupid. I mean, like the whole cast wants him back, but like Disney, I think doesn't have the humility to walk this back. No, so, this is true. I mean, from what I know of Disney, and we, you know, we've been acquainted many times. Mm-hmm. Disney World. I've given them a lot of money. Yeah, well, I mean, probably right now, probably the air we breathe is sponsored in part <laughs> by the good people at Disney. All right, well, either way, I will still see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It still is just a sucky situation. Yeah, I know, and I, I think it's even the fact that this movie is going to get made under, under duress, is, is, it's going to color the whole thing the wrong way. Yes. I'm already mad at Star-Lord for fucking up the Infinity Wars. Yeah. Idiot. I know. There was actually a whole article about this. I think, I want to say I read it today. This is not in the notes. This is, I'm freestyling this, where, of course he fucked it up. He's Star-Lord. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's what he does. So... You know, give him a break. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, convince me. Okay, well, there you have it. All right, Marvel's Runaway Season 2 premiere date announced. When is it? Uh, which I believe is, let me pull the story up real quickly, it's in December sometime. The exact date is December 21st. Christmas comes early this year. Yeah, yeah so I did watch the first episode. Okay, and your thoughts? I thought it was great. I, I immediately liked it better than uh, Cloak and Dagger. I agree. To me. I mean, Cloak and Dagger is not, not a bad show, but to me it was never appointment television. It was, it, was, it was all right. So I had given you my login, finally, to watch it. You can't sit on this show. Hopefully Hulu's not listening. You can get like a Which is now list. majority owned by Disney. Oh, <laughs> After <great>. the sale. <laughs> the house of Mouse. All right. Well, either way. So you will be able to finish it. It's pretty great. Um, and we've talked a few times about Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. It was great that they showed the first episode of Runaways on Freeform. It doesn't seem like they're going to show the rest of them. No. And they've also said, don't expect a crossover anytime soon. Eh, I don't care about that. Although, when I was a kid, I was a huge sucker for crossovers. I loved it. It could be cool, is all I'm saying. Like, you know, this is before my time, but, like, sometimes the love boat would go to Fantasy Island. That's a big deal. It could be cool, is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I like to party. All right. Well, debut reviews this week. This couple weeks. I got nothing on this, man. It's been so long. I don't know what the hell we did. So, we read The Seeds, number one. This was out of Dark Horse Comics. Uh, Writer Anne Nocenti. And we mainly picked up because the artist was David Aha. Yeah, who I feel like... Because he works so infrequently. Like, I mean, I, I just put a pin in that. Whereas Matthew Rosenberg, I feel like, is all over the place. He's got another book coming out this week. No. But David Ahai, I never see his stuff. So naturally, you got to get it. Yeah. So we did. And what's it, this, what is this about? So the seeds number one. The bees are swarming. What do they know that we don't? The rich have built walls around their wealth and scramble into escape rockets. The romantic and the ruthless cross over into the lawless wilds of Zone B. A few cantankerous aliens have come to collect the last dregs of humanity's essence for the celestial embryo bank. 
one of them falls in love. Astra is an idealistic journalist who stumbles into the story of a lifetime, only to realize that if she reports it, she'll destroy the last hope of a dying world. How far will she go to get her story? An eco-fiction tech thriller where flora and fauna have begun to mutate. The Seeds is also a story of love beyond race and gender and the resilience of both human and animal kind. It's a so, four-issue series. So what I did not do was read that synopsis before this book. Uh, so same I here. <laughs> very like, what in the world is this about? Plus it's black and white. You know I hate that. But interesting read, for sure. Yes. There's some sexy stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And some aliens. And also some bees are involved as well. Yeah, it's kind of weird. My friends want to save those bees. We need them. <laughs> Literally, I was told in one of the, one of the trips, don't hurt the bee. We need them. That was said. They deliver the honey. Yes. So, and nobody got slapped over that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it, it was interesting. And this book was getting great reviews. I haven't checked in recently on um, the comic book roundup. but 8.9 critic, 8.4 user. That's gone down. For a while, it was like 9.8. That's like the opposite. Well, it's still very good. Down is up, up is down. Yeah. So here's the thing. The art is, art is great. If you, obviously, if you like David Aha stuff, you know what it looks like. Hawkeye, you know, it's a similar Iron type fist. of, yeah, a similar type of layout. A lot of great use of white space, which you can see from the cover itself. Um, it looks cool. Super interesting story. I'm not sure that I'd be fully invested in it if it wasn't a four-issue miniseries. Same. So the fact that they're going to, like, build this world... And carry out this whole storyline, this crazy-ass storyline of these bees and the wealthy people building these walls around, and that's going to happen in four issues? Like, okay, I, it, I can do with that. Was it longer, the book? I felt like it... Was it longer? Uh, give me one second. I'll pull up a comment. I'm sorry about the, un- the uncertainty here. I just... I remember it, 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 it paced slow, for sure. And there was all... It was not longer. Okay. Well, I, just, I don't know how they're going to do four issues. Just for that fact alone, I think I'd be on board with reading it... Maybe not subscribe yet. I mean, subs- subscriptions are for the top of the top, the best of the best. Yeah, see, I subscribe, though, because I have a bad memory about stuff like this. And inevitably, like, oh, shit, that came out? That's why I subscribe. Yeah. Which is why I missed an issue that you'll talk about later, but regardless. Yeah, and I want to say that I unsubscribed to something this week. Yeah, that's how memorable because right. I've already forgotten it. It's well, The Seeds, number one, I would give a solid B. Uh, great art, uh-huh. weird story. A solid uh, B. Solid B. That's good. Uh, great, uh, weird story. Could be cool. Interested to see how they pull it off in four issues. So uh, you know, I'll definitely check it out. Seeds, number one. Uh, I think a solid, a solid B is what I give it as well. I'm, right. not, I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying to, try to milk this joke. I just right. think that's what it, that, that's what it is. It was. It was. And again, I wish it was in color. And I don't know how what that says about my intelligence or level of perception or what have you. It's just, black and white books are harder for me to follow. They just are. Pe- characters look, look that much more similar than if they have, like, brown hair versus blonde hair or whatever it is. Okay. Or they're black. It's understandable. So. Listen, they're picture books. I want them to be in color. Well, I don't watch TV shows in black and white. No, no way. Yeah, I need to see, no, I don't want to see any colorized. <laughs> I only watch half of Wizard of Oz. All right. <laughs> From this most recent week, we also picked up Pearl number one. This is from the Peabody award-winning creators of Jessica Jones comes a brand new creation. Pearl is the story of an exceptional tattoo artist and accidental assassin from the modern-day San Francisco Yakuza. She was born into, born into one life, but another is calling to her. When Pearl accidentally meets one of her peers, her doppelganger from another clan, she starts to dream of a better life. But Pearl has a very special ability that keeps pulling her back into the violent world she is desperate to escape. Pearl is a major series launch from writer Brian Michael Bendis and artist Michael Gatos. That features Jessica Jones fame. Yeah, that features their first brand new original character since Jessica Jones. Fans of the Jessica Jones comic and TV show will be thrilled and delighted by this bold new direction the creative team has taken. I was excited about the book more than it actually was. Okay. 
Uh, so I, I didn't get the doppelganger part thing. Did I? She had a twin. And it's then, been a few days since I read this, so yeah, I'm not. I don't recall really it at all. That I, I, and okay, so the, the whole thing happens where she's got this tattoo, and apparently somebody was super famous to tattoo people drew it, and it's mm-hmm. exciting. And then With a spider, a spider, yes, and nothing more. And then, then confusingly, the violence happens where they get rolled up on, and then she she's she has a license to carry, mm-hmm. it seems, and then now she's fucked. Into, yes. into doing work she doesn't want to do. All right, very well put. Uh, so is that? That's what that. I mean, I just distilled this to its essence. Really, I just, yeah. I just reduced this sauce down to a chutney. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I was okay. I mean, again, the team was so reliable. I mean, Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Gatos, alias slash Jessica Jones, their version of it, both volumes, incredible. So that's why I'm willing to kind of let this book expand a bit. And I said this off the air. So I'm going to recycle it here. You know, once upon a time, Jessica Jones was a new character too, and we had to kind of get to know her better. Even though I liked it better immediately than this. But the yeah, the devil's advocate of that is this book looks so much like Jessica Jones that I want it to be Jessica Jones. Does that make sense? Yeah. You look at the cover, the the colors, the art. Everything looks like the original Jessica Jones, but it's a story that thus far after one issue is not as good as the original Jessica Jones. So you know, I wasn't fully fully invested. I think this is something that I will keep an eye on. Um, see how it progresses, see what the reviews are like. Uh, I feel like it was a little slow at first. Mm. Um, Good spreads, though. Yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. Because it looks like the original Jessica Jones and Jessica Jones was awesome. So, you know, I'm sorry, Brian. You created such a great character that I can't, uh, you know, do the same style for this one. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man. So, we already sort of groused about him coming over to DC and what that means in terms of, I don't have a foothold in that universe like I have in Marvel or Image even though oh Image books are like all like on their own they're, mm-hmm. all, they're all their own universes there's not a universe, Image universe how many times can I say universe in one <laughs> uh, I like but I feel like so far he's been kind of like layuping me here a little bit I don't, I don't I'm not loving his work so far in DC I didn't really care for Superman that much I heard issue two was better than issue one but I wouldn't know and this book was not nearly as strong as like I said Jessica Jones his work on the X-Men his work on the Avengers mm. So, uh, dare I say he's being currently outshined by Tom King at DC? I would say for sure. Yeah. So Tom King's got his Batman run going that everyone seems to love. Mr. Uh, Miracle. Mr. Miracle is fantastic. He's got to have the Superheroes in Crisis uh, book soon after that. So, you know, I, I think it's awesome that DC, though, even though I'm not a full-time reader, that they can say our two main characters, we have Tom King and Brian Michael Bendis writing. So... I would assume that the Superman peeps are probably liking what he's doing. Um, so, you know, more power to them. Uh, well, I mean, DC lovers out there, if you're feeling these new directions, by all means, um, weigh in. Oh, also, though, we got at the back of the, of the Pearl book a uh, sort of a, a sort of a one-off Batman story that was it's, it's a Walmart exclusive, but they put it here. Did you read it? <laughs> I, did, I did not actually. What, what, what was it about? Uh, so it's, it's in the, in the distant future, I assume alternate reality, uh, Bruce Wayne is dead. And prior to dying, he utters the word, um, Rosebud, which is of course made famous by uh, Citizen Kane. And the whole time the, the, the investigator, Clark Kent is the investigator. They don't don't come out and say it, but he is, but he's investigating what this means. And he, he interviews, uh, Dick Grayson. He interviews the Joker in an asylum. He interviews, um, fucking... Jim Gordon, uh, an aging Catwoman who's off the rails to figure out what this is. 
and uh, it's 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 eight pages. I want to say. At okay, mo- at I need to check it out. Then. Yeah, and, and again, it's Michael Gaeta's writing, uh, drawing it, Bendis writing it. So it's it's good. I'm not going to tell you what, what what happens at the end, but given that it's as short as it is, and the creative team, it's it's yeah, it's good. Okay, cool. So for this next week, we've got two number ones. We have Cold Spots, number one of five. This is out of Image Comics. Miniseries premiere, Psychological Terror, The Undead, and a Supernaturally Bitter Cold come together in this spine-tingling new series from Colin Bunn and Mark Torres. Ten years ago, Dan Kerr turned his back on his wife and unborn daughter. Now both mother and child have gone missing, and Dan must face cosmic terrors to find them again. He soon finds that ghosts stir when his estranged daughter is near, and as the dead grow restless, the cold deepens. Ooh. What is what are the things of Colin Bunn that you've read? Or? Um, he did Harrow County. That okay, was one of yeah, his first sure. ones. He's doing the X Men. Uh, I think X Men Blue. He's doing, and a couple other little things. I can't recall off the top of my head. I, don't, I, don't know if I have no screen, so if you're searching, by all means enlighten me. But those are those are quick wins for me that he's done. Uh, the Damned. I read that. He wrote the tie-in book Fear Itself, The Black Widow. Did not read that. 2013. He wrote Deadpool Kills Deadpool. No. He wrote a Magneto series for a little bit. I definitely well, like I that. That was very good. That, that I did read the whole thing. It's like 12 books. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Colin Bunn it is. Uh, also, West Coast Avengers number one. A New Era Dons, Avengers Assemble, Hawkeye, the Kate Bishop, and Hawkeye, Clint Barton. A guy named Fuse. Never have they ever been called the big three of anything. And now here they are. Reunited for, okay, well, it's only the second time ever. Thank God they also brought America Chavez, Gwenpool, and Kid Omega. Wait, what? That's right. It's the new West Coast Avengers, son. And you better hope they can figure out how to save the world because big things are headed for the West Coast. Uh, I think we are reading this because Kelly Thompson is the is the writer on board of this Who's one. Who's drawing this one? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. Sorry. Because it doesn't have it on there. Look, you have two screens. I have zero. All right. Well, Kelly Thompson is writing, so okay, give me your first impressions got a, here. Got a stall. I mean, I like her work. I enjoyed her Kate, her Kate Bishop run, even though I didn't like the Supernatural stuff. But in, gen- in general, at the macro level, I enjoyed it well. What's she writing now that we're reading? She has something recently that we read that we liked. Uh, the new Jessica Jones. That's great. It's fantastic. I can't stall much longer than this. Uh, with art by Stefano Caselli. Who the hell's that? I don't know. He's Italian. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it takes one to know one. Kelly Thompson is the new hotness. I think so. I believe is a fair thing to say. So Stefano drew the miniseries Civil War Young Avengers Runaways and Secret Warriors, one of the pencilers of The Amazing Spider-Man... Is now working on Avengers, starting with issue 14 in August 2013. Do you have like uh, screen grabs here of his work? Um, I just remember the Young Avengers Runaways thing. So there's the cover of that. Okay, I'm, in, I'm for it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kelly Thompson, we're on board. Stefano, we love you. That's, that's far. <laughs> I mean, I've already committed to reading it. All right, what else we read this week? Let me see here. It's Well, uh, this week? This list, uh, two and a half week span of bookies. I read a lot of shit, man. I read Wicked, uh, Wicked and Divine number 38. As did I. I'm ready for the stand. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like we're hustling to get to nowhere now. Let's wrap, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Big, and, big fan. Let's not stall. Let's make something happen. All right. Gideon Falls number six. I read this as well. This is uh, Jeff Lemire with Andrea Sorrentino. I say his name every time differently uh-huh, that's um, true. but uh, I love this book it's going great uh, we're getting more mystery solved about this barn mm-hmm. and why people are crazy over it lots of stuff happened inside the barn and uh, the priest is uh, his past is catching up to him seems mm-hmm. like yep likes the drink yes and then the and they're in Toronto it's a guy in Toronto <laughs> and his and his his uh, psychiatrist slash now accomplice are doing their thing. Lots happening. Violence galore. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, shit. Mr. Miracle number 10, which okay. I... I mean, look, 
I love this book. And this is this is again, I think this goes back to a testament that it's not just about the DC universe. This book is just well done. Yes. Period. Yeah. I, I had nothing on Mister Miracle. A tiny bit on Big Barter before this. The book is, in my opinion, almost flawless. Yeah, I knew nothing of the the two of them before starting. I think the first two or three issues was I was a little lost. We had talked about going through Wikipedia as we read and being like, you know, who are these people? What are they talking about? Uh, but once I got starting into the the personal aspects of the two and having the baby. Uh, it's been one of the best books of most recent years. It's been <laughs> <laughs> only two issues left. Uh, I I did enjoy that greatly. And can I just see the screen here? Because I'm 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 blanking here. Uh, Magic Order number three. Mark I forgot Miller. to download it. Great. I mean, not great that you didn't download it. Great book all by itself. I greatly enjoy it. You've taken it away. It's good. Um, this book. I I don't know how many issues is this. Four, six. That's a good question. It's got to be at least six, right? I don't know. Um, but I recommend you pick that up. Uh, Extermination number one. This is the book that's going to wrap up. So the original X-Men came back about, speaking of Brian Michael Bendis, like six or, six or seven years ago. And they've had a lot of misadventures, but they've never gone back in time to where they belong. This book is going to do it. So that's something. Okay. Walk Through Hell. This is a Garth Enos book. I did book. read the first one of this. I didn't like it at all. No, uh, yeah. I didn't like it at all. Uh, Garth Enos is very hit or miss, I feel. 100% agree with that one. The only thing that I can count on him for is being unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was all right. Mechanic U number 11. Um, Greg Pax doing this I'm waiting book. for this to end. Same. And then I will read, because I'm like three or four issues behind. Well, so you mentioned the book, uh, Seeds, earlier. That it's four, right? This mm-hmm. is supposed to be six, and then they extended it only it's to... It's going to be ongoing, and then they stopped. So that, I, don't, I don't know what they would have done with six, but anyway... Uh, Deadhead number five. This is from one half of the team that brought you Hadrian's Wall and Cowl, Kyle Higgins. Um, I, I I do like this. The art again is not what it was of those, of those other two books, but I, I I enjoy it greatly. He turned into girl number six. Um, this is the final book of that series. So. Okay, I downloaded. Have not read it yet. Um, interesting. I had to read it twice because it, it, it the esotericness and that's a. That's wow. a word I just made I'm up. I have to uh, Google that one. Yeah, that's it's 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 interesting. Like, what's real and what's not real, and, and where do we go from here? I don't know. Catwoman number two, Joelle Jones, um, artist and writer, uh, brought to you by. Uh, I guess she did um, Lady Killer one mm-hmm. and two. Not I, guess she did. I she didn't. She did do it. I I, I enjoyed that very much. Mister Mrs X number one. This is the Rogue and Gambit book. I like it. I, I, I'm not huge fans of either of theirs, but I did enjoy that book. Project Superpowers number two, volume two. This involves people from yesteryear. They were superheroes. Now it's modern times, and it's not what it used to be, and it's crazy. And Paper Girls number twenty-three. Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, confusing. I know you you read this in spurts, and yeah, I, 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 I and I I wish, I wish I did that because I'm always like, where the fuck is happening? I have to switch it up. And that's I blew through this, but it's supposed to be a short show. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, so I uh, downloaded and read probably about half of Fantastic Four number one. So this was not number one of ours. Fantastic Four is back. Great. I think halfway through what I've read, because it seemed to be bigger than a regular issue, um, I have no... I mean, I'm not a long-time reader. I have no real um, attachment to the Fantastic Four. I think it's great that they're back. I mean, this is it's kind of weird that they've been gone forever, and if, it, if it's because of the whole movie situation, I think that's stupid. Um, but they're back. Sarah Pacelli's drawing. I forget who's writing. Um, so, you know... Whatever, it's Fantastic Four is back. A lot of, I assume a lot of people are rejoicing about that. But I heard it was not that great. Yeah, well, listen, I told you, I, 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 at best, it was well adjacent. Okay, well, whatever. 
<laughs> I, I had downloaded Black Badge number one. You read this, right? Yes. Okay, Matt tell me Kent. a little bit about it. This is Matt Kent. Matt Kent. So this involves, and I don't want to get too into it, but it's basically scouts, Boy okay. Scout type people, are doing um, work on behalf of the government. All right. Basically. Yeah, right? it, it seemed cool when I picked Korea it up. Korea is involved in this. Because who, who would think that these children are doing... That's what it is. And they mm. and uh, I know you like books with teens in them. Yeah. Which makes you a person of interest in my book. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's pretty all right. All right. Well, I'll read it at some point. Okay. Uh, I downloaded... So we've talked uh, briefly about Lock and Key. I think it's coming to Netflix. Is what is it even it about? I don't know. It's crazy weird. I picked the first volume and started reading through it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't finish the first volume, and I was on vacation and on planes and stuff, so that probably says a lot to how it was hitting home with me. Uh, I'm not sure I'll read the full thing, uh, and that's bad. How many books... I'm doing it again. Total did this comprise this series? It was quite a bit, I feel. North of 50? Yeah, I want to say. 100? I don't think 100. Give me one do second. Like a, do, do like a comic vine thing. I will figure it out. Because we, we, we've discussed this so many times, and I feel like that's a book that people know, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. So there were six, seven, eight trades. Okay, and six per trade? Yes. So that's like 36? Yeah, it looks like or it. Or 42. One through six, one through six. Well, there's like different storylines. Welcome to Lovecraft, Head Games, Crown of Shadows. Um, yeah, so, I mean, probably around about 50. Okay, well... I mean, do you want the like the, synop- the synopsis oh, you're, here? You're breaking the thing. Oh my god! Just forget it. Lock and key was not hitting home with me okay. off the off the off the start, and I've read a lot of things in trade. Um, so I'll probably just maybe stick to and uh, wait and just watch the TV show. Maybe. Did Ryan read this? Perhaps I don't think so. I'll ask him. Uh, if you did, can you let us know on Facebook what's happening <laughs> yeah. or, or text your brother? Uh, Adventures of Super Sons number one. I think this is the only other one that we both did that I have read. Um, so this. I'm glad that this is like they tell you up front that this is pre like Bendis' Superman thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. clearly they understand that Super Sons was a pretty good book I liked it. that they don't want to ditch and they're just like, Hey, let's you know, let's halt this one <laughs> and let like Peter do his thing. Um uh, so, and then we got the kid um what are the villains called? Like little something. Yeah, like yeah, little yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're all on board. This got, is great. Like a mini Joker, a mini Lex. Yeah, I'm excited that this is around. It seems like it's going to be fun. Like We've that. already got them connected as a duo. Mm-hmm. Now we got some badass villains ready to go. Let's make it happen. I I liked it all along. Yeah. You know, and I, I've been saying this, but you know, I mean, here we're talking that I've read a couple things now out of DC. Mystery Miracle, of course. This book, something we discussed on this show earlier today, and I've already forgot it. But so I. I, I I got a little DC swag, is all I'm saying. Oh, all right. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's not my favorite. Uh, the last thing that we haven't already talked about is, you know, I, I had subscribed and talked to many times of Image Plus. Um, this 28th issue, which was number 14 in the second volume, is the last uh, issue of Image Plus. So am I to assume it was based on sales? Probably. Am I to I mean, assume that you alone could not keep the ship? <laughs> yeah, my $2 uh, every month was not enough. To, I, uh, I, I've seen it. I've never cracked the spine. Perhaps they could kickstart it. Do you, do you, you had a digital, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Comicsology. All right. Well. Never in print. <laughs> <laughs> this made us unpopular with our previous comic book store owner. Uh, yeah, saying, you know, true. Your position on things like this. All right. So for the last couple weeks of news that we could follow up on. So much. Tom Hardy's Venom may appear in other Sony Spider-Verse movies. I'm going to go with Durr. Obviously. Let's <laughs> if, if they had the uh, wherewithal to make a Spider-Verse at Sony with Spider-Man... 
and Venom, and they did not appear in a movie together, that would be stupid. That would, that would be a fire. That would be a fireball offense. Well, also, of somebody. also like this is money making. Like, yeah, people love that shit. Come on, I already mentioned crossovers being popular with me. That's not even a crossover. That's just his biggest villain. Do you remember how excited we were to see Avengers one? Yeah, it was great. After that build up, yes, that sweet release. And how much money Infinity War made after all these years? That of doing was these things? so good. And the fact that we managed to see that in New York was just like the ultimate. We should have got shawarma after. <laughs> I've looked up where that place is, actually. It exists? Yeah, it's real. Yeah. All right, let's go. Could Star Wars Episode Nine be the franchise's longest movie? I mean, here's the deal with this. I'm fairly certain this will be the last Star Wars mainstream movie. Who's directing this one? Uh, Joss Whedon. Okay. Uh, oof, good freestyle by me. Uh, this is the end of the of that. Right, you had the, the prequel three, the three that we grew up on, I grew up on, and then these three, and I feel like this is going to be sort of the 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 bookend, as it were. So yeah, it makes sense. But the last one show was long though. Wowie, very long. Chair shifting. Wait, is it J.J. Abrams? That's something I'm, 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 I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. Sorry, you can see I can confuse them. So I mean, it, does that mean it's going to push like over three hours? Because these movies are routinely two hours and change. Yeah, right? so I mean, if you're like going to be the longest movie thing ever, it's going to be that's too long. I can't believe he said Joss Whedon with yeah, Tom, with Tom, with confidence. Ah, your nerd with, stuff is gone yeah, with confidence. Um, so here's the thing, and I, this is probably like a whole movie type discussion, but I'd be fine with three hour movies three if hour movie. if the trailers happened before the the start time. If the movie actually oh, yeah, started you know, when the, the start time, because when you add the trailers and you're adding like another 20, 25 minutes, it's like, come on. Yeah, I saw Mission Impossible, the most recent one with your friend, and it was quite long. Yeah, and I, I was, was doing, I was doing the whole math. Like, well, if you factor in, there was fifty minutes of trailers. By the way, this came up to me. Um, somebody raised this. Did you know that Tom Cruise is four years older than Wilfred Brimley was when he made that movie Cocoon back in the eighties? No. Yes, so he's he's doing these Tom Cruise stunts at like fifty six or something. What a human! And Wilfred Brimley was fifty two, making cocoon. Wilfred Brimley, diabetes sufferer. Tom Cruise is quite the individual. Remember <laughs> when he jumped up on the couch with Ellen? Yeah, and now they broke up. Or was that Oprah? It was Ellen, right? Oprah. Okay, Oprah. That that one I know. Okay, Joss Whedon wasn't there. <laughs> uh, the newly released Uncanny X Men teaser seems to reveal a major change to a major member of the X Men. So, did you have you seen this? New? I have not. Okay, so this is the thing. All right, I mentioned before that I'm reading Mystery of Madripoor, which is a Wolverine returning book. Right, X Ladies, okay, including Psylocke. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned because it's it's like a satellite book that everything that happens there is like fuck it. Okay, all right, I was wrong. So this isn't actually actually ha- this has not happened yet in the book. But it's been spoiled that Silek will be returning to her original body. I don't know if you knew this, but Silek is not actually Asian. Uh, a couple years into her American, did you, did you know this? Mind blown. Uh, did, you, did you know this? <laughs> I don't so, know. so back in the nineties or maybe even eighties, uh, the X Men basically had the situation where they went through this portal to get new lives, and she was reborn as an Asian ninja. Silek actually is a British woman. She's the sister of Captain Britain. Okay, and, I have heard this before. Okay, so she's apparently going to be returning to that body. We've seen we've seen solicits where she's back to her old self. But weren't people really upset that Olivia Munn was playing her, not an Asian person? Olivia Munn is, is half Asian. I feel like there was people upset about that, much like every casting. Well, I know they were, they were hedging their bets. All right, well, but anyway. the point is, so but this this has been spoiled before it actually has happened in the book where she is starring. So okay. it's like, but apparently it's going to happen. All so right. I, I, it's. 
in my opinion, long overdue. But or and also like she's been in this body for like thirty years, so it's like mm, this will be interesting. Okay. Well, I know what else is going to happen. Old Man Logan's going to continue to die. <laughs> so you have held up on this Old Man Logan storyline. No, I've quit it. Oh, you finally did quit? I did, I did quit. But you invested so many issues. I couldn't do it anymore. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, um, he's not quite going to die yet. There's going to be a 12-part limited series called Dead Man Logan. Good. <laughs> Does it need to happen? What has happened in the storyline that there needs to be another one? Well, I think the main thing is that like regular Wolverine's coming back and they want to make room. Even though, like I mentioned before, the original X-Men are still here alongside the adult versions of themselves, which has been very confusing. There's teenage gene, adult gene. No, Cyclops happened to be dead in real... I almost said in real life. Jesus. Old Psylocke's dead, but young Cyclops is around. So there's two Icemen, two this angels. This is really weird. Yeah, so... Uh, <sighs> Just end it. All right. See me in 12 issues. All right. Well, apparently it's, are you going to actually buy it? No. Okay. Well, then we'll never talk about it again. I that good. <laughs> I mean, I'll read what it, what happened in it, but I'm not going to read it. All right. Well, and somehow we wrapped up two or three weeks of news in a period of like 33 minutes. The pressure. This is how we do it. <laughs> the in-person shows are way better. Um, okay. All right. So we got two new number ones for next week. And, uh, you know, we're not on vacation. It's not traveling. So we'll be back to it. Hit us up at TooManyComics.com, please. I've been reading too many comics.